I'm speaking today on what I called the protection of the believer. As believers, we need to understand that God's desire is that we will be preserved. There is a divine protection that is made available to every believer. It means if you are not a believer, then you must give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. Please give me Psalm 104 verse 24. I'd like you to understand that the manifold works of God are triggered by the wisdom of God that is at work. What does it mean? There are different aspects of the wisdom of God. But those wisdoms of God, they are triggered by what you decide to work. Eight. Seest thou a man, diligent in his works, he shall not stand before mere men, he shall stand before kings. So when you see that somebody is connecting with kings, with presidents, with governors, with great leaders, it is not just by chance. It is not this scripture that we quote it wrongly, that it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but it is of the Lord that showeth mercy. No. Something, a wisdom is at work. A wisdom of God is at work. The person is diligent with work. There are many believers that God opens doors for us, but our indiscipline and lack of focus is what closes the door. But my prayer for you today is that that will not be your, your portion. Hallelujah. That, that you will be disciplined when God brings a blessing to you. Somebody say, Amen. Give me my scripture, please. So, oh Lord, how manifold are thy works. In wisdom thou hast made them all. So look at it. The psalmist is speaking, and he says, The earth is full of thy riches. And what kind of riches? He says that the works of God, he says, How manifold. In other words, there are many folds. Have you seen a curtain with pleats? He says that there are different, different folds of the wisdom of God. And he's saying that in wisdom, so everything you see God do, including a good marriage, it is activated by wisdom. Good health activated by wisdom. There was this season that I started having bloated stomach. People, one of my daughters said to me, Daddy, you are having, uh, what did you say? What? Sugar daddy vibes. Yeah. He says, I'm having sugar daddy vibes. What sugar it means I'm having what she did not know was that because um, I'm advancing in age my metabolism is changing and, and, and so some things I used to get away with I used to eat before at 11 o'clock it's nothing now I was now beginning to struggle with my digestion until I started changing my meal and going back to Genesis where God gave the plant as food. And so I started eating salad. And when I started eating it, it started helping my digestion. Are you, are you getting me? And so, but, but you know, somebody would not look for the wisdom of God. You see, there's the wisdom of God and there's the power of God. We need a balance. Some churches, they only preach one. The power of God. After the oil, you must put down your ground game. Anointing has come on you. You must dress well. Some of the Ojashos brothers, 
because of odor, your mouth, your armpit, so nobody comes close to you. It is not a demon. It is a physical problem. It's wisdom. Someone say wisdom. So what is wisdom? Wisdom is putting the word of God to work. You know, my former boss said something to me. He told me that God doesn't need the Ten Commandments in heaven for anything. That he gave us the Ten Commandments to help us on this earth. That in this life, if you do not submit to an authority, your life will be out of place because there's no standards by which you live your life. So he said to me, if you go and sleep with somebody's wife and the person comes in and takes something to knock your head and you collapse and die, he said to me, do you know what it is? He says, if the person has a good lawyer, when he goes, they'll say it's temporal insanity. And the person will go scot-free, but you will be dead or defamed or, or, or maimed. He says, when you go and gossip about somebody, you will lose a relationship that could have been a blessing to you. So the word of God is written that if we will live by it, it will be for our own good. A lot of you who have high blood pressure, it is because you have not cast your cares onto God. You, you see, you are not supposed to take on yourself issues that you have no control over. Somebody treats you this way. Hmm. Somebody treats you that way. Hmm. Somebody treats you this way. Hmm. Even those of you who they say that is genetics, there is something that triggers it. But you have decided not to forgive. You have decided to hold on to certain issues that See, you can't control everybody's attitude in this world. You can control your response to people's attitude towards you. No matter how good you are, people will not like you. See, I won't lie to myself. I know people who come to this church and they don't like me. They are here because of a connection they have. I have young boys that I take care of who don't like me. And that is not my problem. Mine is not for everybody to like me. Jesus said, be careful if all men like you. So in this life, it is not everybody who will like everything about you. There are things my wife doesn't like about me. It is the things she doesn't like. That's why she fell in love with me. Because opposite things attract. You cannot change everybody to be everything. Because with the good comes the bad. You can imagine if your face everywhere was full. Your eye Filled the space here. Your, your nose filled the space here. Your mouth. Even your face. God has made some places to be dented. So that it gives you a form and a structure. You see, in this life, God has made it so that even those you call your enemies are those who make you aware. Do you know when most marriages are enjoyable? When the woman hears that the husband is about to leave. The moment the man knows that the lady is leaving, they are dating him. The moment the, the woman knows that mm, somebody is also in the pipeline now and the lady wants to leave, he changes his behavior and stops behaving well because that conflict has introduced a sense of appreciation. Praise the Lord. You see, it is the ignorance of not knowing our path that brings a limitation on our path. 
You see, it is our ignorance of not knowing what must be done. That is what puts limitations on the destinies of many. And the protection of God is activated so that God will cause you to thrive and still preserve you. Those of you who you don't beat your children, everything they want, you give to them. It's a mistake. That is not how you protect your children. Oh, my father did not do that. A cranberry watch them. You give your child everything. He grows up with this sense of entitlement. That everything that I want, I must have. And when he wakes up one day and says he's a girl, you're wondering why. Ezra chapter 3, verse 10 to 11. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph with cymbal, to praise the Lord after the ordinance of King David of Israel. Next verse. And they sang together by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord. Because he's good for his mercies endured forever towards him. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Next verse. But many of the priests and the Levites and chief of the fathers who were ancient men that had seen the first house when the foundation of the house was laid before their eyes wept with a loud voice and many shouted aloud for joy. Look at it. Two things is happening in the same place. A foundation I believed. The people have been singing in course. It means that there was structure to what was happening. And yet, the grown-ups who must know better, when they saw, whilst others were praising, they were crying because they were stuck in their past. The Bible says, God want, not wanting us to stuck in the past says that, Remember not the former things, for behold, I do a new thing. As long as you are so fixated on the past, you can never embrace the new. And if you don't embrace the new, you can never step up to receive that which the future has for you. And the protection of the believer is that the word of God says, remember not the former things. Good or bad, remember not. Remember not. Touch your neighbor and say, remember not. Remember. You know, you hear people, the good old days. See, you dated a guy and broke up with you many years. You are married to somebody else. You are so focused on the guy who broke up because his sex was good. Bros, if it was only sex that would maintain a relationship, he would have stayed with you. I was watching some short video clip on YouTube and a, guy, a girl was telling a guy that I'm so surprised that you are very good in bed. You know the statement the guy said? Thank the ladies who came before you. In other words, somebody has paid the price. You see, it's a bad example. But it makes the point. Are you listening to me? So sometimes the bad experience makes you a better lover. Some people, it was good that they left you so that God can cause you to embrace the good that he's about to bring. And the protection of the believer is that sometimes God withholds certain things from us. He withholds good because the timing of the good is not yet ripe. Right now, as you are sitting here, you know, we are all believing God for a good thing. If God blesses you with a Ferrari, how many of you receive? At this, your current financial state. 
Oh. If God blesses you with a giraffe, is it a good thing? Giraffe. Your current state, if I come and I say, my name is Pastor Daniel Angel. I want to bless you with a 13 bedroom house. It's sitting on four acres of land. And then I have a ranch. I have 20 horses in. But I want to add to you two cars. And you cannot have any other car. One is Aston Martin. The other one, because you're a Ghanaian, I'll just add a Range Rover V8 engine. VX. How many of you know that although it is good, at this level, it will kill you? Although it is good, at this level, it will kill you. And so sometimes the wisdom of God is that God builds your capacity first before he releases the blessing. And so when we pray, God hears our prayer, but he wants you to build your capacity to handle that which you have asked him for. Someone say the protection of the believer. The scripture says, and put it on the screen, that God will not withhold any good thing from them that walk upright. God will not withhold any good thing from them that walk upright. So if God will not withhold any good thing from them that walk upright, why is it that we ask God for stuff and he doesn't do it? It is because, number one, the timing is not right. And if he gives it to you now, it will kill you. Says, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Look at it. God will give you how many things? Grace and glory. Is that not what we go to church and we ask for every day? He says, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. So when I walk upright, I position myself in a place where I receive a good thing. So if I'm living right and God has not brought a man, it is not good for me at this time. You see, God will not withhold. Listen to me. What wouldn't have been good for me? It was good for somebody. So God withheld it for me and gave it to somebody else. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? There are some people who walk out of your life. And the wisdom of God is that God is protecting you from your own self and your emotions. Because it was good. That some people walked away from your life. I'll be honest with you, this is not the road I wanted to go with this sermon. But maybe I may be speaking prophetically to somebody in this area. Mark chapter 6 verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? So wisdom is given. Sir, every season of your life, in fact, beginning from every man, let me help you. Set a little time aside. You are too busy running all over the place. Where are you going? For your own life's sake, at the beginning of every month, 
Be in a room. Wake up early. If that is what you can do because of your work. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., set the time. Because you've been sleeping for eight hours. What good has it done to your life? Wake up. Pick your pen and paper. Put it down. Take your phone. Put it on YouTube. Go to worship. Just type worship songs 2023. You like 41? Listen. You like local one? Listen. But the local one, don't listen to certain type of songs. It is, it is lamentation. It is not a worship. The word lamentation is complaining song. Look for a song that praises God and exalts God above your problems. Then worship God. Whilst you are worshiping, then ask God for wisdom for the new season. God, what must I do? How do I posture myself? Then bring the things you would want to do within that week or that month. Write them down. You should, God, this month I intend to do X. I intend to do Y. Pray on it. Who are the people that I need to help me achieve this? Those things, God will not do it for you. You must bring it to him and then he will guide you to make those decisions. Are you listening to what I'm saying? When you start so sometimes plan it before you bring it to the altar. In the place of prayer, you ask God specific questions. Number one question, God, what must I do to be successful this month? God, this person is acting this way or that way. What should I do? What should be my response to this person or that person? Questions. Someone say questions. In that place of prayer, whilst you are praying and asking questions, so you speak in the language of the spirit, you speak in the language of your understanding. So that when you pray in the spirit and you start speaking in the language of your understanding, you will be answering yourself the questions. God, I know this person is doing this, and so I will do this. Sometimes whilst you are praying, thoughts will start dropping in your head. Write them down. That's how God protects us from evil. So one of your guys in your office, you are angry, you want to sack him. Whilst in prayer, you are praying and say, God, I want to sack this person. Peace. That's how I chose Irene. You see, there are some things that God would withhold from you. And yet we don't hear because we never bring our basic things to God. You think this is too basic. Some ladies, they have bad luck. The day you sleep with her, hell will open for you. I'm telling you. Sir. It's not everybody we marry. Some of you have married nice guys with fine mustache. Their head is only gas inside. Gas. <laughs> gas. If a man does not repent, he cannot be saved. Some of you don't know how to talk. I hear in my ears. Soft answer pacifies wrath. The haughtiness of your heart is the problem in your marriage. It's not a demon. It's not your mother-in-law. It's not your father-in-law. It's not a side chick. It's the haughtiness. Usubanye. Wow. Usubanye. It's the haughtiness of your heart. He should take me like that. Who won't take you like that? Usubanye says that. Somebody's telling the husband that for me, sir. Yeah, foul, sir. Oh, bless you, sir. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the protection of God is that the Holy Spirit is always speaking to you. Change you. Change you. Say, no. Me, I'm, I'm a phlegmatic. I'm melancholy. I'm choleric. I am sanguine. We, we are like this. When you become a Christian, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming. So the Holy Spirit, he speaks to you, misbehaving, apologize. Hmm? This one? No. You be down now than fasting and prayer. A man called me. I've, I've been listening to your preaching. Your preaching is very good. I, I love your preaching. It's very practical. But my wife, my wife is a problem. When you're first alive, I said, sir, you are not being a good example of a Christian to your wife. Why must she follow you to church? She was not a Christian when you went for her. You are serving God, but you are beating her. You are not treating the woman with respect. The Bible says, husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself. I said, listen, there's a reason why God said, husbands, dwell with your wife according to understanding. Because guess what? You can't understand women. In the eyes of men, women are stupid. In the eyes of women, men are stupid, stubborn. Do you know what is called bulu? Bulu means that your brain knows the work. Our wives, they won't tell us, but they say our brain knows the work. So you know it's very interesting. You think the person is stupid means he's ignorant. The person also thinks that you, your ignorance even goes beyond that to the level of deformity. And so the Bible says, dwell with your wife according to understanding. Understand that you can never understand a woman because her no could be a yes, her yes could be a no. And sometimes her no today may be a yes or it could be a no. But when do you know whether the no is a no or the no is a yes or the yes is a no? She will never know. So he said, dwell with them according to understanding. Understanding that you don't have to get everything right to love her. So to the woman, he says, submit. Submit means you may be right, but you just hand it over. Submission is what? Hand it over. You want peace in your marriage, you can never be right. I think I just solved somebody's problem because I'm trying to run away from this, but something is pushing me there. See, you want, see, you are dealing with your boss and you are behaving like your boss is your colleague because you have come to know some weakness of your boss. Listen to me, he can sack you. You are dealing with an owner of a company and be, you think that without you, the company cannot survive. Help, let me help you. <laughs> he can sack you today and get somebody else. Home. Everybody is replaceable. I used to rent a house for one of the young boys in this church. Me, I'm renting a house. I've been renting a house for this guy. One day, I said that you should do something. The boy was saying himself. And then he said to me, Father, but do you know that I'm in a crowd because of you? It's just because of the church. That's why I'm in a cry. And I'm saying, brother, any fianaco. Me, I'm giving you an opportunity to get a better job. Go back to the village. They're telling me that you just oh, hear me favor by being in a cry. Ah, I said, bros, I don't want this favor again. That person stopped serving. It has not changed the church. <laughs> 
Sir, there are thousands of people in the queue waiting to enter into this church. I don't know them because this church is not my church. It is God's church. I am If I don't behave well, God will sack me to touch your neighbor and say, all of us, we are not indispensable. Can I preach in this place? He, he, a man said to a woman, I'm the most powerful man in Ghana. When I see you, you are nothing. He said it to his wife. Oh. So the wife told me, I said, the guy he doesn't have sense. He'll be a very miserable guy. I was going to speak. The wife said, I beg you, it will affect their children. Please, you love him for me. I was going to strip the guy of everything. Because you cannot look at a child of God and say that you pity the person that you are the most powerful man. Who is the most powerful? Mahama was the most powerful man. Today, why is he? Is he not the one going around saying we should vote for him again? When he was in power and we were advising, he says a dead goat. Nobody in this life is indispensable. No matter the power you have today, your power is connected to somebody giving you an opportunity. You see, our president, the current one, is there. He looks like we are here. I can't how many years? Two. Oh, is it not two? One and a half. He will leave power. Won't he leave? Whatever level he put the economy, no matter the money he got was in power, because so a become one no. That's why the Bible says we should pray for men in authority. We shouldn't disrespect them. Because whatever they sow, Amenu and Baba reap, let the MPP people misbehave. They can be in power for eight years, 12 years. It will pass. Never ever think that you are more advantageous than somebody because today God has helped you. Let's humble ourselves. This arrogance is too much. Pastor, this boy is not my class. I have masters. Secondary school if I them the other. I want to ask you a question. Is it employment or is marriage? There are two different things. The room is quiet now. Ah, some people have not caught the revelation. What has Greek got to do with companionship? Hmm? The same guy who you say you don't like because he doesn't have a degree. If he had money and had packed a four by four, would you say the same thing you are saying? Touch your neighbor and say, you won't say it, you won't say it. As a believer, when you are believing God for healing, you have to do the faith part to receive the healing. Healing comes by faith. Peace comes by forgiveness. I repeat, healing comes by peace comes by see, you cannot hold on see, some people will leave us. No matter what I do, some people will leave this church. We will start churches some pastors, one day, they will say, God, I've called them to start their own church. They will leave the church. Some of them will even open a church opposite the branch that they want to start because they need their members to join. Can I let you kill me? Didn't I leave somebody's church? Hello? Didn't you come from somebody's church to come here? Am I not happy that you are here? So why is it I want somebody to leave your church to go? You want to curse them? So it takes faith to receive healing. You see, we don't prosper in the kingdom without two things. Number one is giving. Number two is disciplined effort. Write it down. 
In the kingdom of God, we don't prosper without doing two things. Number one is what? Giving. Number two is what? Disciplined effort. Give and it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together, running over. I will cause men to give unto your bosom. He says, a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before kings. That's it. But after that, you must put in disciplined effort. Seest thou a man, diligent in his works. He shall not stand before mere men. He shall stand before kings. The Bible says, neither favor is to men of skill. Favor, it comes to men of skill. If you are not skillful with what you do, favor will not come. Favor is what releases the money. Favor is what brings people to you. If they come to you and you don't have people skills, they will go. You see, our brother came to stand here. He was wearing shoes. You are standing here wearing shoes. Good. But when you are walking out there and you remove the shoes, when the church members see you, would they see you? Would they see you? So I said, remove it. We didn't know the guy could sing. He held the microphone, he's singing. When he said, I'm saying, I saw them on bed there. By the time he got to stanza two, we're like, okay, let's give attention to it. If he wants to go forward, he must start doing voice training, discipline himself. You see, discipline, therefore, is what brings you into prosperity. But in the church, we give, give, give. We don't work. Christians are lazy. Ha! Is it true? Touch your neighbor and say, Christians. We don't work. We pray. Today it is half hour. Tomorrow is Omega hour. The next day it is it is Jonas hour. The next day it is so it is NSPPD. It is this one. It is this one. We pray and pray and pray. No disciplined effort. Uh, it was one of the guys. The lady who sold the cloth had gone on waiting for two weeks. You, you, you sold people's clothes. You have left it for two weeks. What if in the two weeks that you went, whilst Noah was coming, he would come with a best man and you get to know that, oh, hello, hi, how are you? Can I take you out for a dinner day? And those of you who are not married, even if you have a boyfriend and somebody wants to take you on a dinner date, go. You are not married. You see, your problem is that you are always, the moment somebody says, I love you now, you think it means, I press on towards the mark of the high calling. I press, I press, I press. No. Dating means you have set a particular date by which you make a decision. So you, 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 you go on a dinner date to listen to the person's reasoning, his vision for life to find out whether, number one, you can submit your vision to the person's vision. Number two, whether you can build life together with the person. It's not a recipe for enjoyment. So don't just, see, throw your values in the name of is my fiancé. Because listen to me. Men, we are hunters. If you make the chase too short, we don't enjoy the thrill of the hunted prey. So we keep going. A guy dates a girl one week. He goes to the guy's house. He starts cooking and cleaning. The next minute, the guy is holding her. Then when the guy puts his mouth on your lips, now nah, you are undressing yourself. Ah, are you that cheap? You see... God says holiness without which you cannot see God. 
the protection of God that is that God says that set yourself apart so that I can honor you with it. You see, the protection of the believer is that God has given his word. That if you live by his word, the word will work for you. Is it a good thing? But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated. Full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. God does not lie. If you don't engage with his word and live by his word, it won't work. Sisters who are beautiful, let me advise you. Brothers who are handsome, let me advise you. Your future is more important than taking the box that you two, you are married. You two, you have a girlfriend. Charlie, I'm in level 400. I need to get a girl by all means. Not by four, but no alcohol. I tell you, a man of God is a prophet. He was in a hurry to marry. Do you know he went to, he went to date a girl whose mother was a fetish priest and got married to her. They've been fighting in that marriage till, till, till today. He buys a car. The woman will say, me too, I want to buy. They are competing in the household. Fetish priest bar. Obey fasting all the days of your life. Why? You are in a hurry. You see, when you start dating somebody, don't sleep with the person, and whatever, the true character of the person will come up. I'll show you how it is. Paul said, henceforth, no we no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. When you don't sleep with somebody, your emotions are not fully connected. And so the Holy Spirit will show you the true character of that girl you are going for. Everything that is packaged from above will put you above occultic powers if you engage to do what is required. That is why as a believer, early in the morning you must go to God so that he, he puts on you his glory to protect you from yourself. You see, choose to remain obedient to whatever God says to you. Do you know that God always provides all that life will require for his children? 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, what does this say? If any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. So God always provides because God doesn't want to be an infidel. There is a protection, there's a provision for your life. And the protection is that God wants you to come to him and ask for what you need. And as he gives you the instruction of the Holy Spirit, obey. Is this a good thing? Listen, so how has he done it? He has put his spirit in our heart so that we can discern movement. Sometimes you want to go somewhere and something is telling you, don't go. Has it ever happened to you? You want to give money to somebody, something is telling you, don't give. You want to do this, you want to put money in a business and there's no peace. There's a struggle in your spirit. It is the Holy Spirit telling you, God wants to protect you from yourself. I have been a victim of this for many, many times. Sometimes you want to give money to somebody, God is saying, don't give the money. Sometimes, sometimes you don't want to give money to somebody, God is telling you, give the money. He protects us by gentle whispers in our spirit. He does that by what? Gentle whispers in our spirit. That's how God protects all believers. Let me quote this scripture for you. Psalm 41, verse 1 to 2. The Bible says, blessed is the one who considers the poor. He says, the Lord will protect him and keep him alive. He shall be called blessed upon the earth. 
and do not give him over to the desire of his enemy. So, when I consider the poor, the Bible says that the Lord will protect me and keep me alive. Who is the poor? Those people around you who are disadvantaged. Your help, you are treating your help like a trash. When you do that, you have exposed yourself to calamity. Your help can mess you up. Do you think if this woman who the house help stole from her was treating them well, they would have stolen from her? Oh, let's be honest to ourselves. Do you think they would if she was treating them like her own children, do you think they would steal from her? They see you bring money. And yet, see, some people are wicked. Hi. Sir, with all the money in their house, what they took, how much was it? See, I've seen it before. They don't even want you to drink water from the fridge. They will let you, they say that they, they drink water from dispenser and bottle. As for you, go and buy sachet water. I don't need to drink two water anymore. Ashaman, when you are going to Michelle Camp, before the tow booth, there's a man there. I went there, big boy. The money that the man collects there, you have no idea. I was going to buy metal. It was the greatest lesson I learned. This man had actually sent for them to go and buy rice and banana. They bought rice plenty. They have a big bowl. They pour all the food inside. Everybody goes to wash their hand. All the workers home, not some. The man sits down. The bowl is in front of him. They pour the food and they eat together. He's a Muslim, not a Christian. He's eating with these people together. I'm sitting up. I'm sure. Big man. Big money. Eat together. Hell no. He's eating. So I wait. I said, there's a wisdom here. So they finish eating. Then I asked her, sir, I want to ask you a question. Why were you eating with them? Because they take the rice and they squeeze it like this. So they... Then he said to me, he looked at my face and smiled and said, who are you? He said, oh, I'm a young pastor. Didn't grow up with an elderly man. I want to learn from you. Why you eat with them? He said, hmm. That's what he did first. Okay, I'll teach you. Then he says, when you work with people, they observe you. Sometimes somebody may have a bad mind to destroy you. But when we eat from the same bowl, that becomes a protection for me from them. Because if you are eating in the same bowl and you conspire to destroy me, somebody will betray you because eating together activates a conviction in the person. can't kill you. Says even if somebody puts medicine in the food for me, we are eating together, so they too, they will die with us. And so they won't do it because we are eating. And because when they are pouring the food, you don't know which one will come in front and which one. Because when they pour, he mixes it first. This is what the man taught me. He says, he says that is the protection. He says, number two, the people are the reason why I have the money. It is what they do that produces the money. It is not a privilege I'm giving to them. They are doing me a favor by working for me to get money. So we eat together. Let me tell you something. 
Treat your house help like your own child. At the beginning, the things, the hoyos are there. But keep talking to them. When they get to know that Adena is for them, they won't steal. Let me teach you what to do, those of you who have house help. When they come to your house at the beginning, give them everything in abundance. They want rice. Hipumomo. Idianbefunomo. Oh, oh, Ewa, D. I went to an Indian way, they're not about Oh, ma. Oh, Dick, I can't do baby. Man, Pacho, Susutimedian and Mammy. Who could take their naked to a backache or so three more day? So at the beginning, heap, Nagas, Ubedinina. They will beg you, the food is too much. They say, then that's when you say and say, whatever is mine is yours. Live with me as a father. Bibi, how are me? If I have, I will do. If I don't have, I'll tell you, give me time. And see if they won't behave well. Because they are coming from background, background, background. People have not treated them well. You think that everybody is a witch. Do you know in Ghana, all households are witches. Yet we fly outside to go and be household for other people. The care that you go and do is not how self work. Is it? Is it? What I'm saying? Is it? Is it? Is it so you two, when you go there, and they say you're a witch. Will you be happy? Are you a witch? Because how can you be a Christian? You are afraid of a witch in your house. Your spirit is not in control of the house. That a small girl comes to your house and her witchery controls the entire house, including your children, is because you are too lazy and stupid. You are sleeping. God has given us his Holy Spirit. He says we should live by the scriptures. We should have a time of devotion where we pray unto him. And when the witch comes to your house, she will run away. She will say, I can't stay. The protection of the believer is that the Holy Spirit lives in you. And God wants you to, if you live by the scriptures, things will work. The steps of a good man are ordered by God. If you don't take the step, how can you order it? I pray. Believer, you'll be discerning. I pray that as a believer, you will treat people well. The Bible says many have entertained angels unaware. Strangers will come, but your attitude can either open a door or close a door. I've sat in private jets by the special grace of God because of a good attitude. I met the man as a cameraman. Today I'm a blessing to his life and ministry. If I start becoming haughty and proud and arrogant, those doors will start closing one by one. If I start cheating people as a prophet and say you must sow a seed, when God have not told me to sow a seed, they won't get a result. After a while, they'll say I'm a thief. So what do I do? I work on the side. Close your eyes and pray. God, help me to walk in wisdom. Help me to live by the wisdom of God. Help me to be a good person. Adding value to many people's life. Help me, Jesus, to be a person who has the right attitude in my interacting with people. Even if I feel that people are subservient to me, I will treat them with love and with respect. God, you have made provision for my protection. It is in the scriptures that if I will live by the scriptures, I will be protected. If I will live by the scriptures, my peace of mind will be protected. If I will live by the scriptures, my health will be protected. My life will be protected. Open up your mouth and pray. The Bible says in Isaiah 4 verse 6, that there will be a shelter to give shade from the heat by day 
and refuge and protection from the storm and the rain. God has always made available a protection for every believer. Will you walk in divine protection? God says, if you will live by by instruction, I will protect you. God promises to protect us in the name of Jesus. The scriptures tells us in, in Psalm 14 verse number 6 that you put to shame the counsel of the afflicted. But the Lord is his refuge. He said you put to shame the counsel of the afflicted. Ah. He said you have shamed the counsel of the poor because the Lord is his refuge. Child of God, you want to pray. Any counsel that you have because you have gone through a bad experience but it's not consistent with scripture. God will not honor it. But if you will trust God as your refuge, God will send you his protection. You want to pray and say, Lord, I let go. Maybe you've not been treated fairly. You've not been treated well. You've gone through a bad breakup, a bad experience. You've not been treated well. You went through a relationship, a marriage, and they treated you like a trash. God is saying, that counsel of vengeance that counsel of victimhood saying that I'm a victim and God you pay back this person with evil God is saying that is not my counsel my counsel for you is that you will let go and trust me for the next level you want to lift up prayer right now you want to pray and say Lord I let go of that which I have no control over sometimes you might have been cheated in a way you want to get even with people God is calling you and he's saying that that counsel I will not honor it I will put to shame the counsel of the poor of the afflicted because I am your refuge I am your refuge that counsel I am not the one I am not the one who would who would honor that vindictiveness in your heart. I am your refuge. I will do it for you. You have to run to me and not to people. You don't have to make people your source. You have to make me your source. You don't have to Ayako Santa. Somebody pray. Somebody pray right now. And say Lord I will live by faith. I let go of things I have no control over. There are many of us we've been hurt. Many of us we've been disappointed. Many of us we've gone through bad experiences but God is saying that let it go and trust me 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 wherever you are you want to renew your relationship with Jesus you want to say Lord I come back to you I've gone through bad experiences but today I come back to you I've gone through bad experiences, but I come back to you. I come back to my father. I come back to you that you will visit me. You will support me. You will equip me. Lord, I let go. You're going to renew your relationship with Jesus by receiving him one more time as your Lord and personal Savior. You want to pray this prayer after me? Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. This day, I let go of the past. I let go of the bad experiences. I let go of that attitude that was triggered by a bad experience. I let go of that perception of life. Today, I receive you as my Lord, my personal Savior. You are my refuge. From this day, come into my heart. 
guide my life be my Lord and my personal Savior forgive me of all my sins and this day I willingly forgive anybody that has ever wronged me thank you that my sins are forgiven and my name is written in the Lamb's book of life in Jesus name Amen I'll put your hands together for the Lord.